Welcome to the Fantasy Hangover, a weekly fantasy football podcast. You can download us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, head over to KnockedOutEntertainment.com for some other great podcasts and content. We're your hosts. I'm Shane. I'm Carl. I'm Chris. And I'm Zach. Now pop some Advil and grab your Gatorades. It's time for your Fantasy Hangover. All right, welcome back to another week, and this week we're going to start off with something a little special. Uh, we're going to get a public apology from Carl for the Evan Ingram pick. <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. Um, I, you know, I believed in him, and <laughs> like a lot of people, a lot of people believed in the New York Giants offense, and you know they're just breaking hearts and ankles all over the place. <laughs> I've actually got a fun fact, an early fun fact. Oh, Evan Ingram scored as many points this last week as Tony Gonzalez did. And it's oh, me. All-time great. Wow. That's, uh... Guys, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> all right. So, I'm done. as you guys, as you, as everyone can hear, it sounds like we're all here, except Carl is, le- Carl is Carl, literally he's leaving. He's gone. He's gone. He's Oh. Well, he had the quick outs. What are we going to do, guys? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. He, he, he's Sorry, coming back. I just had to walk that off. All right. So, let's start with the quick outs. All right. So, uh, everyone in the world got injured this past week. You're not kidding. Uh, I'm really not. So we'll start off with a big one. Um, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, he bro- broke his ankle? He broke his ankle. He, he fractured his ankle. He fractured his ankle. Um, was it the same ankle that he had hurt in preseason? Yes. It was. Yes. It was. Well, maybe he shouldn't have come back so quick. He. Ooh. It's not like the Giants aren't 0-5 and, and really need him. Ooh. It's not like you oh, normally sprain it and then break. I mean... Wouldn't weaken? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. Um, I am. So, but hey, at least they have a bunch of other wide receivers like Brandon. Mar- oh, no. Brandon Marshall. Shep- oh, mm. Brandon Marshall and Sterling Shepard are both injured. Sterling Shepard's day to day, week to week. But Brandon Marshall also broke an ankle, yep, and not and not with a sick juke. He uh, broke his own. Brandon Marshall may be out for the career. Yeah, that yeah. might that I, I think he comes back. He wants he's one of those guys I could see him wanting to end on his his note. I could see it too, but I'm just throwing out there as a possibility that it is it is possible that we saw Brandon Marshall play his last game. I mean, he didn't look very good. He didn't look good at all this no. season. No, the Giants though. Yeah, I mean, no. I agree. Oh, I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the they Giants might not win until after their bye week. The Giants they may not. They may not win. The Giants are going to look good with that kid from Wyoming under center next year. It's so weird that we <laughs> thought a New York team was going to have a winless season, and it just it turned is. out we were we, we just picked the wrong one. We were, yeah, we just had the wrong color. We were so close, guys. Colorblind. We're colorblind. Yeah, we were right? colorblind. Yeah. All right, moving on with the injuries. Uh, the I would it's not hugely fantasy, but it's a huge it's a huge injury. JJ Watt uh, having that. Um, broken you know, he was crying. He, he broke, broke his leg, and they, his leg. they immediately knew what was wrong. Right. Yep. Like that was, yeah. It's unfortunate because he is one of the great defenders in the NFL right now, and it's, it sucks to see. It, it, you like you said, it's not fantasy relevant really, but but it, like, it does suck. You get like especially if you like believe in karma. It's like what the hell? Like with all he did for Houston, yeah. and he gets rewarded by getting an injury. Like maybe for the second straight year, he gets a season-ending injury. Right. Yep. It's it's rough. He's he's a great player, and he's got a lot of heart. And- Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to see somebody like that go down. I hope he comes back and just helps dominate that dominated league again. Yeah, yeah. 
All right, moving on. Um, Blau Powell got injured this past week. Um, I don't remember what his injury was off the top of my head. It was ego. It was ego. <laughs> yeah, after after having that big game, and then the fact that he couldn't, you know, keep it up. I've had I've had dates like that. Ah, uh, moving on. Uh, Tom Brady has a AC joint sprain in his non-throwing arm. I only remember that because I've had an AC joint sprain in my non-throwing arm. Actually, didn't keep me out too long though. Yeah. That's insert joke here. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Yep, insert uh, joke. I, uh, Travis, I think we're on the same path. Yep. Uh, Travis Kelsey got a concussion. Uh, Not the worst injury on that uh, nope. Chiefs offense, though, this week. Is he out? Uh, he's in concussion protocol right yeah, now. It's not for sure. So keep an eye on him. Oh, yeah. Make See if he plays or not. Pick up, like, a George Kittle or something off the uh, fantasy waiver wire for yeah, George Kittle, Why? jeez. What? Dude, he's being used more. He's Number being one, used more. Like like it's just, it's funny that it came from Carl to pick up an Iowa boy as the first one he thinks up. Whatever. Of he was, wasn't he the number one fantasy tight end last week? He, yeah, either last week or the week before. Like he's been doing very well this year. Iowa aside, he's actually a really good player. Actually, Ed Dixon was George Kittle was number two. Oh, number two. Hey, number two is not bad. What was I mean, Kittle's those, stat line? Uh, Seven forty-three and a touchdown. Oh, that's that's a good week. Yeah, that star-studded top three of Ed Dixon, George Kittle, and Darren Fells. <laughs> Remember when we said the tight end position was gross? Yeah, it's this is why. Interruption. What's been more gross, the tight end position this year, or running backs, or the play of Amari Ooh. Cooper, who's had more drops in the Amari Cooper or Eric Ebron? <laughs> it's Amari Cooper. It's got to be Amari. Amari but Cooper. Eric Ebron said it's because he's under, or what was, what was it phrase he used? He's feeling sad, which is why he's not doing well. Because he's in Detroit. <laughs> I hey, Detroit's been look look. They've been they've looking been looking really, really good. good. The city, yeah. not the team. <laughs> no, the team, not the city. Well, the, the city's getting better. It's getting better. There's less bears. So, anyway, moving back from uh, the Travis Kelsey injury, moving on to the Chris Conley uh, ruptured his Achilles, which is never a good injury. Um, That's rough. He's out for at least a year. Um, You never want to see stuff like that happen. Um, And then Devontae Parker has an ankle injury. Um, he's out for oh no, it, it's still not. Yeah, he, he missed. Hasn't been yeah. confirmed yet. Yeah, it, it's not confirmed how much time he's gonna miss, if any. It's probably gonna be a play it by ear, you know, game time decision type thing. How he feels in warm ups. Mm-hmm. All right, and so uh, oh, you missed one for the Dolphins. Uh, Jay Cutler playing is an injury to the Dolphins right now. You're right. I mean that's I, rough. <laughs> I did miss that. You're right. Two quarterbacks this last week helped their teams win with less than 100 yards passing. Jay what? Cutler. Blake Bortles and Jay Cutler both helped their teams win the game. Ooh, two bad under quarterbacks. under 100 yards passing Defi- in the game. Define help helps a, team. Help is a hard word. Yeah, help they is... Weren't, a, they weren't turning the ball Two over quarterbacks four, five, teams times won losing. in despite of their quarterbacks throwing for <laughs> yeah. under 100 They're, yards. I like that. That's better. That's, That's better. Yeah. So that's all from the uh, the infirmary this week. Um, in other news, there was actually a big NFL trade today. Um, Adrian Peterson, formerly of the Oklahoma Sooners and the Minnesota Vikings, and the New Orleans Saints, to me, He'll, <laughs> those are the best four weeks ever. Man, I'll just picture him on the sideline yelling "I love you" at Sean Payton. <laughs> I'm just staring at him with those daddy eyes. Yeah. Um, 
He was traded to the Arizona, formerly the Phoenix Cardinals. Um, I can. <laughs> I was the only one that got that trivia question right. What up? <laughs> Adrian Peterson is now a Cardinal. Um, Chris Johnson was cut from the Cardinals to make room for Adrian Peterson. A uh, month after Chris Johnson said that uh, AP needs more touches. He's getting his. He is getting Chris Jackson's. Those words kind of came back to bite him in the butt, didn't it? I think the hardest question for owners to answer now is, what do you do with Mark Ingram? Start him. Because you know Alvin Kamara's the guy, right? I I think it's a dual running back thing. I think think they're both startable, but I don't think... I think they're both startable on, on bad bye weeks. They're good to have on your benches. Or as a possible flex, I, I I disagree with that. I think Kamara's a solid, a, a, an okay flex option for right now in PPR. I should say if it's PPR, then they're both okay options. Okay. Um, I've got Ingram in a league in a P, uh, PPR league, and he's still getting ten points a week, most weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So because he's still getting some catches, but he's not getting he's not getting the yards. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that helps elevate. All three guys, to be honest. I think it helps yeah. elevate Adrian Peterson. I think it helps elevate uh, Ingram. And I think it helps elevate Kamara. I think this does more to elevate Ingram and Kamara than it does elevate Adrian Peterson. I agree. I would um, agree. I'm, it's not necessarily that he's going to a bad situation. I just think that this works out better for Kamara and Ingram. I think Adrian Peterson will do fine in Arizona, but... What does this say about what what's going on with David Johnson? Is he going to be out longer than they think he was going to? Are they thinking that they just want to try and stay in contention? I just and, think they're trying to stay in yeah, contention. Is my they're guess. not they're not in last place in the division. They no team is really taking that division and running away with it. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Rams are what three and two and in first place. Yep. I mean, it's any yeah, it's, it's anybody's ball game. So I think they're trying to stay with that. But I don't think it's going to make a difference in the long run. I don't think that. AP's I don't think AP is big enough to carry that team because they're, well, their their offensive line is terrible. They yeah, have one of the so worst bad. offensive lines in the NFL. They're <laughs> basically a turnstile. Like after watching well, yeah. them play in week two, I'm like, man, I can see why Carson Palmer did so bad. Yeah, it yeah, was not good. And we're sorry, just one more thing. Yeah. Part of the reason why they traded for AP is because as of right now, Carson Palmer is on track to break the NFL record for passes attempts in a season. I was about to go okay. on on that sort of note. Um, he's leading the league right now in passes in pass attempts, and it's not even close. Yeah. <laughs> um, but otherwise, that is all I have for Quickhouse. Unless anyone has have anything else to additionalize. To additionalize. <laughs> to, additionalize. to grammar. Not everything else to additionalize. I'm a beer in whatever. <laughs> to grammar. All right. So now I'm going to give us our in sync list. Bye 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 bye. So the teams on by this week, we've got the uh, the uh, four-time Super Bowl loser Buffalo Bills <laughs> in a row. In a row, we got the uh, haven't won a playoff game since Bo Bengals. Oh. We got are they still Dem boys with with Aaron Rodgers just peeking through yeah, a hole? Aaron Rodgers peeking through the holes, just checking to see if still Dem boys. <laughs> and the twelfth man. The twelve, the twelve, twelve men, twelve, twelve men, twelve men, twelve men in the huddle. The twelve Sorry, men Seahawks. I, I couldn't hear you over all the noise of of the twelfth man. It's twelve men. The twelfth man. Uh, well, they're all the on by. Man. So if you've got uh, any starters from their team, well, first off, sorry, and second off, you got to find somebody else. Cut them. No, don't don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, put McCoy on the waiver wire. That's almost as he's on the trade Chris, block. That was almost as savage as Chris's joke about Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> so good. 
Um, did you guys know the punter for Chicago scored more fantasy points than Ben Roethlisberger did this last week? <laughs> so all you oh. Steelers fans that started uh, Big Ben because it was a home game. Ben didn't realize that. Yep. Bench him this week because it's an away game. Um. So with that, let's let's get ri- let's take care of our hangover from last week first. Um, we already mentioned the biggest whiff of the year so far. <laughs> Wait a second, this is the biggest whiff, is it? Uh the he biggest got, he biggest got whiff zero. on suds. He got you zero. chose someone to be a start of the week, and he got zero points. I mean, I mean, it's not like you chose somebody to be a, a dud and they've got almost forty. Oh wait, Carl, most points um, out of everybody. Hey, I'm not in last. Carl, let's I'm let's get to your dud now. It was bad. I had such a good week the week before. <laughs> I was riding high on the coattails of Julio. Well, if it makes you feel better, none of us hit our duds. Although I was closest? Question mark. Closer me. All right, oh, just, just all right. Let's let's get let's go through them, Carl. Uh, Carl, just just re- reiterate yours. My sud was Evan Ingram, and I apologize for that. Uh, my dud was... You should sh- also apologize for this. You should probably apologize for this one, too. Hopefully you didn't listen to me, and hopefully you actually did start Deshaun Watson, because uh, he was my dud, and he was not Yeah, 261 bad. yards, five touchdowns, at over 37 points. Two of which in garbage time, which is... A lot of that came in garbage time. Hey, he's been lighting it up, man. Speaking is of... Is he the truth? Uh, uh, I think this year, yes. I, I Next think, year, I no. I think if you put an offensive line in front of him, then he could do some dangerous things. I think it's hard to say a quarterback is the truth in his rookie year. Yeah. I need to see second year. I need to see third year. Because we all thought RG3 was the yep. next big name. And where you is know? he now? Well, that, that's, I, I where is he that's now? Like that's because of he, he got scared. Because he, he got hurt. Kept rushing him in. He, they kept. Popping him in well, the knee. And- where yeah, where is RG3 now? He's, a he's free nowhere. Agent. He is, a, he is yeah. a free agent. He's at home. Hopefully yeah. listening to this podcast. <laughs> we love you. We, um, we love speedy, you, RG3. I hope speedy recovery. Yeah, so, speedy I mean, recovery from being a free agent. Desh- Deshaun, Watson, <laughs> Deshaun Watson, even though it was garbage time, still lit it up. Um, really nothing to say beyond that. Uh, yeah, I think there is, because let's get to your sudden dud. Uh, you know... Speaking of Watson's garbage time. Hey, my sud was okay. My sud yeah, was Jacoby Brissett. In ESPN standard scoring leagues, he had 17 points. It's not something that's going to blow you away, but when you had the bye weeks last week that you had with, it was Breeze, Cousins, and Matt Ryan all on bye, you needed somebody to stand in. So 17 points, it probably didn't help you win, but it probably didn't hurt you either. I had Cousins and started him, so thank you for that. Yes, um, now on to my dud. Up until two minutes and fifty-eight seconds left in that game, my dud was on point because he had one catch for six yards and one touchdown. And we were talking about DeAndre Hopkins, and then somehow Kansas City <laughs> decided to stop playing defense and let him get Start another forty-some odd yards and two touchdowns in the last three minutes of the game. <laughs> I was livid, but you know what? I failed. It happens. I was not livid because without that, I don't think I would have won this week. <laughs> you would not have won that. You would not have won. Actually, I might have because I still had Jordan the, Howard. The next day. Oh. Yeah, no, he would have won still. <laughs> um, all right, so let's get to mine. Uh, my sud for the week was a win. I, I went Chris Hogan. Uh, he ended up just getting eight catches, 74 yards, and a touchdown. I would say that that's pretty good. That's 13 points in a non-PPR, and was it 
21 in a PPR. But you guys say he's an every week start now? I said, yeah, I said that. Yeah, yeah. I would last think so week, now. He would, if you remember, if you listen back to last week's episode, he was the one I said he will be the highest scorer of the game for New England. Yep. Maybe position wise, skill well, position wise. It helped for him that, that Gronk was out, and it's going to yeah. help for Brady that Gronk's back in. Um, yep. But, I mean, when, when Gronk's not catching the balls in the end zone, Hogan's catching the ball in the end zone. Those are the two guys he's he's aiming for in the end zone. So Yep. Um, and then speaking of guys aimed for in the end zone, it was without this touchdown, Des Bryant was a great choice. <laughs> he had five catches, fifty-two yards, and a touchdown. Um, so that's you know that's was that 11, 11 to sixteen. Yeah. Um, I mean that was it was a bad choice for a dud. But I, I just want to say ha. <laughs> but uh, I'll, I will choose him as my forever dud, no matter what. <laughs> All right, Chris, what you got? For my stud, I picked Jameis Winston. On a surprisingly low-scoring game, we, I think everybody expected this to be way higher scoring. Yeah, uh, you got your twenty-one-ish points. Depending <coughs> on how your scoring did, three three hundred thirty-four yards, one touchdown. My dud, Cam Newton. <laughs> um, I think he did pretty good. Three fifty-five for three touchdowns, almost thirty points. No turnovers. No turnovers. Which is he back? Did I you think, start him? No, I don't think that's he's the back. question. I was right? gonna. I, I think that he might be back because over the past two weeks he has completed seventy seven percent of his passes. Luck. A guy. Who, no, <laughs> he's because still they're out. not having yeah. him throw. They're not having him play the deep ball as much anymore. They're letting him throw the short routes to get the ball out quick. <laughs> it's just funny to me to see you talk about routes. Jeez. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Oh. Sick burn. Top- <laughs> Topical. That Topical. Was... That was pretty good. Get this man's sponsorship. <laughs> hey Cam, how's that uh how's that Greek yogurt Just sponsorship going? Dan over here? Mm. <laughs> Despite Cam Newton being a being a jerk, um, that was pretty that was pretty good. Doesn't mean you're gonna sit him in fantasy. He's going uh, up against Philly. And Philly, and he's gonna light him up. Yeah, Philly. I think oh, he's gonna yep. do well. I think it's gonna, gonna be a, a good game. Then he's got Chicago. Then he's got Tampa. Then he's got Atlanta. Then Miami. Dude, I think Cam's startable. Every week start. Yeah, I think it's an every week start. Who would you rather have, Cam Newton right now or Carson Wentz? Give me Wentz. I would take Give Wentz. Me Wentz because he's being more efficient, yeah. um, and he he scares me less to start. <laughs> I, that was not a. That was much more like. One sided than I thought it was going to be. Okay, which one would you have had? Well, I would have gone once too, but <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But all right, so with that, let's uh, let's find out what's on tap. It's it it's Nordic it's Nordic blonde. It sounds like it from yeah. <laughs> oh, I can I can I can no I can't smell it. I can hear it. I can hear it a little bit. Okay, so I I went to talk into my beer. Uh, <laughs> Uh, so with the waiver wire, we've got a few to, to, to talk about here. So I'm going to uh, start by summing up some of these rookie running backs. Um, so these are talking about waiver wire free agency pickups for you to look at. Uh, we've got a, just a slew of rookie running backs with Aaron Jones for Green Bay. Uh, he played really well, and he I mean, too. he he he's looking he looked better than Ty Montgomery did when he was when Ty Montgomery was healthy. So. Mm-hmm. Might be one to, to keep an eye on. He's already taken over that number two role, and he's and right now Montgomery's hurt, so he's in the game. Uh, we've got Marlon Mack. Uh, Chris, tell me a little bit about Marlon Mack. <laughs> uh, I think he only had nine. <clears throat> excuse me, only nine carries, but he ninety-one yards or something like that. Is that right? 
Yeah. But yes. He, he's he's. I don't think he's a solid every week starter. I think you gotta have. I think you should keep him on your bench to see how Frank Gore does. This year, I think he's more of a handcuff because I still think Gore is gonna have the majority of the carries like he did that game. Yeah, yeah, so, so they, you have, have yeah. Gore grab him. Yeah. The, the coach speak of the day was Mac has earned more touches. That's exactly what Pagano came out and said that he's earned more touches. Which who knows what that actually means? Yeah. If anything, that tells me to not start Gore. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. But if you're in a dynasty league and you can trade for him now, is definitely not the time because his price just kind of skyrocketed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so Max Max hit, has hit that uh, Kmart Foreman. Area where if you've got this, if you got Lamar Miller, you've got Foreman. Now, if you've got Gore, you've got Mac. Now, yep. You just, yeah, you this is you around should. the time where you should really start looking at handcuffs. Um, speaking of handcuffs, we've got uh, Matt Breda um, for the uh, 49ers, uh, who they said uh, Zach, you're a 49er guy. <laughs> um, take Coach it to, let's up. take it to San Francisco with Zach. <laughs> Zach, uh, uh, what's it? Shanahan came out today and said that. Um, said that they're going to run with the quote-unquote hot hand at running back, which is surprising because Carlos Hyde had been doing well. But, you know, it's it, it just it's more indicative of the fact that they really don't like Hyde and Breed is the next guy up because they don't have anybody else. That's about yeah. it. That's but, all. Yeah. <laughs> but really, I mean, it, it's not like you're going to go out there and start Breed with confidence. This is strictly... Deep leagues, I'd say if you're, if you have a, handcuff. yeah, deep leagues handcuff, don't, don't run out and grab him because, you know, you want to, unless you're planning on trading him to the guy who has Carlos Hyde, but even then you better be sure you know what you're doing. And speaking of deep league pickups, let's just go over the two New York guys here, Wayne Gallman and Elijah McGuire. Um, somebody's got to run the ball in those offenses. Well, they yeah, did come they out. they definitely try. Yeah, I mean Wayne Gallman has looked okay. I, I I liked him coming in. Darwa looked uh, better, and then he got hurt. Yeah, so. yeah, yep. yeah. No, I. But before this season, I, I had a good feeling that Wayne Gallman was going to beat Paul Perkins eventually. Pulley Pete. Yeah, but <laughs> man, he. I thought he would look better than he has, but that could just be New York. That could be him. Either way, I, I would say stay away. Which yeah. we we yeah. may get to the Giants' offense later, um, but on Elijah McGuire, it came out reports today that. Uh, or I guess when I say today, I mean Tuesday, that uh, Elijah McGuire was expected to get um, a heavy workload against the Patriots coming up this week. Well, I mean, Powell's out too, so yep, it makes Powell's sense. out, Forte's out. I yep. mean, that, he's all that's left. And to be honest with you, when Powell was in, yes, Powell had that big run for a touchdown, but um, in that one, what, the two one, weeks ago? It was a 75-yard touchdown. Yeah, but outside of that, and McGuire also had a really big game that game, and he looked yeah. better running the ball altogether mm-hmm. other than that big run. But right. uh, that's the end of the rookie running back corner. <laughs> um, but let's stick with running backs. Uh, the two big ads for the week, we've got uh, Adrian Peterson and Jarek McKinnon. Uh, two names didn't that hope they never be said back-to-back again. Um, <laughs> Fact. <laughs> yep. Uh, McKinnon's the guy in, in Minnesota, I got to think, because he looked a lot better uh, running the ball than Murray than had Murray. a 2.8 or 2.9 yards per carry yeah. average last night. McKinnon's just got to not fumble, though. Right. McKinnon needs to yeah. not fumble, but McKinnon's numbers are also a little bit skewed because of that 53-yard run, but he also has that potential to break off those really long runs. Yeah. He can make people miss. Um, I've seen him run over a couple guys. It doesn't happen often, but he can. I'm not a personally a big fan of McKinnon. I think it's going to be what's going to happen just like last year where he has a big flash in the pan and... 
He's going to trickle away into darkness. Well, I think it's going to be just like a couple years ago when AP was was uh, suspended or hurt, whichever year that was. Um, one of the times that AP was out. And McKinnon's <laughs> going to get a bunch of yards, but I think that Murray's still going to get all the touchdowns. Do you think uh, Murray's going to put together a uh, Asiata line? Ooh, <laughs> three carries, one yard, three touchdowns? Yeah. I hope so. I hope. But that was beautiful. That helped me win a couple fantasy matchups, actually. <laughs> And yeah, then, I think depending on how Minnesota takes our offense, it you know, we start playing defense and running the ball, I think Latavius Murray is going to do better. But if we start throwing like we have been, I'll I, give it to Jarek McKinnon. Yeah, because I mean, I, I think the Vikings are going to run more of that kind of like east to west offense that we were trying to run with Delvin Cook, and that suits Jarek McKinnon a lot more. Yeah. yeah, and the one thing that nobody really touched on with McKinnon is he may not be the best running like rusher but he was using the pass game he had six catches for 50 yards last night that's that's going to take effect in PPR that's going to add a lot of points I mean that's 11 points right there just on catches so mm-hmm. that's yep. something to factor into you know PPR leagues if you're kind of struggling maybe you lost David Johnson maybe you know you got some guys that are not performing well like Jose Crowell he's a solid add and then another solid add Adrian Peterson he's owned in less than half the leagues right now so Grab him if he's there. Um, with that said, I he's got to be better than Chris Johnson, I guess. What does because right now that number is at forty seven percent on ESPN. What does that number reach tomorrow? I'd be surprised if it didn't break nineties. To be honest, I, I would say eighty two. I was thinking eighty seven. I don't know 82. why, but it was eighty three. I think it's easily in the nineties. Yeah. Okay. Like starting running back. That mm-hmm. yeah, it makes sense. I mean, if he's still on there, I mean, I don't care what running back for what team. If he's starting, I'd just pick him up. Yeah, mm-hmm. a starting running back's a starting running back. Yeah. Yep. Let's just say in one of my deep leaves, I'm not dropping Kerwin Williams. <laughs> um. All right, now let's get to the other position of the ball. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> um, Sterling Shepard. Uh, he's a guy to grab. He might be out this week, but no one else is going to catch the ball. I mean, they're out of receivers at this point. I'm not Correct. touching them. <laughs> ah, it's tough. I mean, he might be a good grab and stash guy if you have a deep bench, um, somebody to look at because it. He had a pretty good looking start of the year uh, last year. Um, Shane, I mean, free agency comes up. Who do you put in your waiver wire for? Curran Williams or Sterling Shepard? Well, Sterling Shepard. <laughs> Um, think about that. <laughs> Wait, why don't you want any of these other great New York Giants wide receivers like Tavares King, Ooh. Ed Ingen, Ooh. Ed Egan? Excuse me, you can't even pronounce Roger name. Lewis and Travis Rudolph. Rudolph, not that Rudolph. Oh. Sterling Shepard is the most accomplished wide receiver on this New York Giants offense, and it's not even close. Um, yeah, geez. pretty much. It, it, can't argue that. <laughs> And the last player on tap is going to be Will Fuller. Four TDs. In two weeks. Now, since he's come back from injury. that That's not sustainable, though. No, it is not. Because <laughs> he is on pace for, right now, 24 touchdowns. I think he can do it. Or, Moss. sorry, not tw- not 24. No, it's 36. He came back week four. Four. Yeah. yeah, so 36. He's on pace for 36 touchdowns receiving. I would I mean, trade him, especially if you're in a dynasty league. Oh yeah, you oh, could yeah. probably fetch a first round pick. Yeah, you could fetch true. something Personally. big for him. Yep. I, yeah, I, I just, I mean, coming out, he had a problem with just catching the ball. 
even now I'm sure he's catching every ball twice. I haven't watched him very much. I just, while he's got his, small hands. While his price hands. is high, I, I'd move him. Okay, so that's what's on tap for this week. Uh, now that we've started the uh, started pouring some brewskis, let's put on our beer goggles and take a look at somebody that might be playing a little bit better than he looks. I'm going to request to go last just because I don't feel good about this. All right, so with that said, Zach. Um, all right, uh, Carl, why don't you start us off? All right, I've had a couple beers, but uh, after watching Monday Night Football, I kind of fell for a guy. Um, not the flashiest guy, but I'm kind of falling in love with Kendall Wright a little bit. Um, Kendall Wright had six targets for uh, four six targets, four receptions for 46 yards. He averaged 11 and a half uh, yards per yards per catch. I him and Mitch Trubisky, excuse me, Mitchell Trubisky started yeah, don't to have call it. Him Mitch. I know, I know. Heard plenty of it, but they they've kind of gotten off to a gotten to a decent rapport. Rapport. I mean, the uh, previous week. Um, he went four for 51 and a touchdown. Um, they've ha- got a nice connection going. I think that only builds with a young, you know, a young quarterback. Kendall Wright's not that old. He's only in his, what, sixth year in the league. Um, I think that these guys could be a solid connection throughout the rest of the year. I'm not saying they're going to be the best, but it's something to, you know, keep an eye on. And, you know, if you're, if you lot, if you had like Sterling Shepard or Odell Beckham Jr., Pick up Kendall Wright, especially in a PPR format. Like he's probably going to get you eight or nine a game. See, this whole time I was mispronouncing his name. I thought he was Kendall Wrong. <laughs> I see what you did there. You're welcome. Ah. No, you feel wrong when you play Kendall Wright. That's the difference. That's, that's right. That that's right. That's... Ah. Ah. All right, Chris, what you got? I got Jalen Rashard. Uh, last week he got nine carries for 37 yards, with Marshawn Lynch getting only. 12 carries for 43 yards. So he averaged, uh, he had a better yards per carry than Marshawn Lynch did. And Jalen Richard, I think, is going to be on third downs, which they're going to see a lot of. I think Jalen Richard is going to be the back that's in. And I I don't know what the exact percentage is, but I doubt he's owned in very many leagues. I would I would also doubt that. I would say that he's probably in possibly single digits. Yep, I agree with that. And they're going up against Sandy, uh, not San Diego, the LA Clippers. <laughs> and so <laughs> it, it's they're they're just not good against the run. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen Shard and Marshawn Lynch got a touchdown. All right, so uh, my beer goggle for the week is somebody that I'm gonna get probably get a lot of who for, but it's uh, Ricardo Louis. Who? Uh, he led uh, the Browns in receiving last week. He's also second on the team this year in receiving quietly. Um. He has been having small games leading up to this this season, but uh, Kevin Hogan and him seem to be connecting pretty well. And uh, the Browns are playing the Texans, who are putting up a lot of points, but they're also giving up a lot of points and a lot of a lot of yardage in the air. Yeah. Um. So Cleveland's going to be throwing the ball, and I think that it's possible that if you're if you're if you got that injury bug and you're going short short on the thing, it might, it might not be a bad person to look at. Yeah, he's one touchdown away from having a fantastic week. Like he's he's nine point six, eight point nine the past two weeks. If he gets a touchdown, I mean that that bumps him up to a fantastic play. Yeah, for sure. The the only I'll say one thing I do like it, but I'll say one thing to that is that there's a bit of a difference between the quality of the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cleveland Browns. 
going against Houston Texans. There's a bit of a quality difference in the. Oh players. no, I get that. Okay, that, that that's all yes. I'll say with that. But I do like do like the pick because um, mine's even worse than yours. Mine <laughs> makes me mine makes me feel like an awful person. Say it. Don't do it. Uh, Don't do it. Josh McCown. Oh. Yes. Josh McCown is my beer goggles. <laughs> Josh McCown is my beer goggles player this week. Um. Ugh, okay. The Patriots are the only team in NFL history to allow five straight 300-yard passers to open the season. <laughs> That's not good. That's bad. That's bad. I know what you're talking about. They're still going to win the Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> like Chris pointed out and corrected my math last week, the Jets have won infinite percentage higher more games than whatever. Grammar's stupid. Um, <laughs> Grammar are and, dumb. Football are good. Football are good. More than games than anybody expected them to win. Uh, it's. It, it, I'm not saying the Jets are going to win the game because I really don't think they are, but I would love it if they do. But the Josh McCown's a solid play. They're going to have to play catch up. They're going to be passing the ball. It, it's going to make guys like Robbie Anderson playable. It's going to make guys. Um, who's the other one? Uh, curse. Yeah, Kirsch. Jermaine Kirsch would be good for four catches for 50 I like yards. Who's, the other one, and there's uh, no other player to name. False. There is un- There's absolutely... Who's on IR. IR. Yeah, I know. Who, who's, who's the tight end in New York? Oh. oh. Who, what, who, who's the guy who, who scored who? more than... Um, Martellus Bennett? Bennett? I'm pretty sure it is the guy that scored more than Martellus <laughs> Bennett, Zay. And who is that player? Zach. Austin Safarian Jenkins. Yeah. yeah. A-S-J. Baby. Oh, well, we're at that. Let's talk about maybe the other one that, that happened last week. I was so close. Oh, man. <laughs> I, I was oh, so close. 15, 15 8, 16. Away, and I was like, got it. You, gotcha. you were surprised at both sides. Come on. Yeah, I was, was I close. Was. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would have to say that I, I see where you're coming from there. I think you could put up a lot of yards, but because the Jets are playing from behind, I think this is when you start seeing those Jets picks that you know they're kind of known for. Ryan Fitzpatrick is, ain't there anymore, though. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> but Josh McCown is. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so those are the beer goggles. Let's slip those off. Um, oh, thank God! And uh, let's start. Let's let's get to our uh, wheel of destiny. destiny. I forgot Perfect. to say I nailed it. it. Yep. I nailed it. I did it, guys. I did it. I'm retiring. We did it. All right, so uh, all right, so we don't have it on the t- on the big TV today, so you're just gonna have to trust me on this one. Okay, who's who's starting? Uh, I guess I'll start since we I'm looking. Oh, it makes a noise! It actually makes a noise. The football that we will learn. Do I have to? Yes, yes. you do. It's the 49ers and the Redskins. Hey, NSFW. I said pho. <laughs> like like the soup. Like the soup. Yeah, like the Vietnamese soup. It's pronounced pho. And it is delicious. All right, so I am looking at the San Francisco uh, football 49ers. Compared to the San Francisco basketball 49ers? Yep. All right, Niners and Redskins. Um, I'm not loving the Redskins this week. No, I lied. I'm not loving the 49ers this week. That's, okay, I was about to say that. I, I was, no, I was, looking, I was looking at the... Redskins name when I said that that was you, you mean Kirk Cousins future team right oh I no I don't the Giants the Giants at this rate they actually beat, holy 
No, they paid $200 million for that defense. They can't afford Cousins. No, he's still going to the Steelers. Oh, yeah, that's probably accurate. It's looking more and more likely that he could be a Steeler. Fair. No, I like Kirk Cousins um, going against the 49ers defense. They're, I mean, the 49ers are 0-5. I don't think they're going to end up being 1-5 after this week. I do like Brian Hoyer throwing to Pierre. I like Pierre Garçon. I like Pierre Garçon this week just because the Redskins defense is a little bit depleted um, with Josh uh, Josh Norman out. Um, they've got a few other lingering injuries along that secondary. Um, Chris Thompson is also a very nice start uh, from the uh, Redskins. Um, he's got he leads the team in receiving yards right now with 235, which is insane. Um, as far as the Niners go, starters-wise, I would start Garcon, and I would start George Kittle at tight end, just based on the past few weeks he's had. Hoyer has a very nice rapport with him. I think that's only going to get better, especially for a young tight end. There's got to be one playable Iowa tight end in the league at a time. I mean, that's why Fedorowicz is playing this Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Fedorowicz got in, injured, and so... Kittle was like, like it's hey, my time. I got this, guys. Somewhere Dallas Clark is smiling. Um, so, question. So, uh, no Rob Kelly love? No, I don't. No Hoyer love? I'm. No, I. Would you I, start him over Jay Cutler? I would start. I would start Joe Namath over Jay Cutler <laughs> right now. And yes, play, like I would start Joe Namath today yeah, no, over Jay Cutler today. Um, no, I'm not liking Brian Hoyer. I mean, he's got... Obviously, he had the really great game against the uh, the Rams. Uh, both, yeah. Both. Um, but, I don't know, he's only got four touchdowns on the year. He's got four interceptions. He, it, it's... I'm, you've, there's got to be a better option on the waiver wire than Brian Hoyer. Like, I mean, pick up Case Keenum. Uh, really quick. Carl, have you me had a bet yet? Um, no, not lately. No. I'll bet he scores more than Brissett. Uh, Brissett's going up against Tennessee. 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 Oh, he got me straight. So you think Hoyer scores more? Scores more. Scores more. Not scores less. Scores more. <laughs> <laughs> Are we going with uh, ESPN uh, normal format then for points? ESPN yeah, standard that, yeah. scoring. Okay. Or should we just say XFL? Yeah, we'll do XFL. XFL scorn. Hot. Hot. Oh, it's hot. Think about it. If you got a rebuttal, bring it up. Yeah, I'll, uh, let me think on that because I I don't think Brice, I don't think Brissette's going to score a lot of points, but that's just me. All right, well, while you're anyway, thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, anyway, um, but that's all I've got for the Niners and Redskins. Okay. Anyone so, else? Um, I, I, I like Kelly. I, I know that you don't. Um, that Rob. I'm just worried with how healthy he is and how many carries he's going to get. Mm-hmm. I mean, P. Ryan has more yards than him. Yeah, but that's because P. Ryan's getting more uh, yeah. opportunities because he's been hurt. But he's had a week to sit out, um, get a little healthier. He's got that, that vest on now. That fist, and when he's in the game, he's playing well. Yeah, he looks. I mean, he's good. had some. He's had some good runs. Yeah. Now I'm just worried with that rib injury. How much do they play him? How much do they run him? Because I mean, he's going to run in between the tackles. That's going to put a big toll on his body. Mm-hmm. That, that's my only worry. I, I would prefer to wait another week. That's solid too. Cool. All right. Um. Go Zach. Zach. Okay. Zach, let's go. 
It makes noise. You have the Rams at the Jaguars. The All Jaguars. Right. Uh, I was hoping Chris would get this so we could make it really short and sweet. Um, <laughs> okay, so Jared Goff is coming off a week where he went up against the Seattle Seahawks. Normally, the Rams play the Seahawks very well, and the game was only, what, 16 to 10? Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a big win by Seattle, but they were able to keep Goff in check. They had as many turnovers in this last week's game as they had the previous four games, um, which was four. So they had four turnovers against Seattle, four turnovers the, week, the prior four weeks. It's, it's a plus matchup for Todd Gurley because the Jaguars right now are allowing the most... Well, I guess before this last week against the Steelers, we're allowing the most rushing yards per game in the NFL. With It was about 140 yards per game. It's not a plus matchup for anybody else on that offense because the Jaguars were allowing less passing yards than rushing yards per game, and then you're coming off a week where they picked off Blake Bortles, or not Blake Bortles. Um, that's that's who's going to be throwing picks. Um, they came off a week where they picked off Ben Roethlisberger five times. Oh, man, if Blake Bortles had to play against that Jags defense, he wouldn't get a pass out there. I mean, <laughs> Probably not. Um, but no, so... Honestly, on the Rams' offense, the only one we're starting is going to be Todd Gurley. And you're going to hear a lot of similar things from the Jaguars' offense. <laughs> uh, the only player we're starting on the Jaguars' offense is going to be Leonard Fournette. Um, he's coming oh, off I thought his... you were going to say Alan Hearns. <laughs> no. No. He's Not coming right. off his career high, um, 180, what was it, 181 yards rushing. Granted, ninety of that came on one run at the end of the game when the game was already sealed up. Receptions in there too, I think. Yeah, I think he had. I think he had four to five receptions. He's that's he that's his kind of floor right now is four to five receptions a week. Um, No, he's. I mean, both of those guys are really are obviously every week starts, especially with the way Gurley's been playing through most of the games this year, with the exception of last week. Uh, He's been an every week start. Other than that, again, don't start anyone on the Jaguars side. I don't like Blake Bortles. Um, he is just he's he doesn't have it. Mean guy. Would you yeah. start the Jacksonville defense though? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Duh. Um, fun fact: uh, Blake Bortles is not even in the top ten in interceptions in the NFL this year right now. Um, he he has only four interceptions. He has seven touchdowns, so only four interceptions on the year. Um, Can you tell me how many where he's at like per week passing attempts wise though? Um, I can t- I can tell you that his completion percentage is at a dismal fifty four point eight. Um, he is attempting twenty seven passes per game. Because I'm pretty sure Fournette had more carries last week than Bortles had pass attempts. Probably, but I mean that's still <laughs> Bortles only has eight hundred twenty seven yards on the year. Um, yeah, I'm wondering if he's just playing scared. I I think the offense. I, I think the offense. The offense is playing different. Is playing different, making sure that you know. Well, I think a big problem is he doesn't have Alan Hearns there, or Alan, Alan, Alan Robinson. Robinson. Wow, uh, Alan Robinson there to to th- uh, throw the deep ball out, and I mean that's probably saving him picks, but it's also costing him yards. Does anyone know who is leading the league in interceptions? Big Ben. Uh, no, he is second though with seven. Uh, it, it's. Ooh, I know this. Uh, 
He got benched. Is it Mike Lennon? Oh, it's Kaiser. Oh, it is oh Deshaun, it's Deshaun Kaiser. Deshaun yep. Kaiser with nine. Because he's completed, I think, like 51% of his passes right uh, now. So fi- yes, 51%. Uh, he's completed 81 passes for 851 yards with three TDs and nine picks. He has also been sacked 12 times. And he's been benched two weeks in a row. Yep, and he's not starting this week, so. No. They haven't come out and officially said that yet, have they? Yeah. I thought they pretty much I said mean, Kevin Hogan was the guy. If you have him or not, I wouldn't start him anyway, so. Yeah. All right, or, but that's all. I, that's literally all I have for I have for the game is just start both running backs and then leave everybody else on your bench. I'll take the next wheel spin. Cool. It's spinning right now. And then we're going to spin again because we're not going to go over the Rams and the Jaguars again. Oh, but I wanted to go over that again. That's, all yeah. right, so Only start the Rams D. <laughs> Here, I'll give you a better one. Uh, Eagles at Panthers. Ooh. Okay, Eagles at Panthers. That's a that's a decent one. Um, that's a cute one. So I'll start with the Eagles and start Carson Wentz. Um, uh, he's probably he's playing as a probably a top six quarterback this year. Would you say he's I been would a ho- Would you say he's been a home run this year? Home run? No, didn't no one else see that I, celebration? I don't. The home I run guess. celebration? Oh, oh yeah, that was pretty great. That, the one that I sent everybody that said this reminds me of basketball? Yes. Yes. This, that this, one. This is how basketball started, was celebrations like this where you have 18 guys playing a part in a play during a football game for a celebration. Which but I love. Duck, Duck, oh, I hated it. Oh, duck, I Duck, duck Grey Duck so was much. so good. You, you mean got, Duck, you, Duck, you, Goose? It was Duck, Duck, Goose. You can hear him say goose. Yeah, he said he goose. Said goose. To be the fair, Minnesota Vikings player said goose. And that yeah, was Floyd from Minnesota. If it would have oh. been... Oh! If it would have been... It hurt me. I, no, it wasn't. It was uh, Rudolph doing duck duck. Oh, he, was it Rudolph? It was Rudolph, because oh, Rudolph okay. scored the touchdown. If it was Thielen, Thielen would have said gray duck. That's true. Just, I'm just Apple. saying. All right, so, so anyway. with that said... Um, <laughs> what 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 game am I talking about? <laughs> Eagles at Panthers. All right, yeah. Start Carson Wentz. Um, I would possibly look at Legarrette Blunt because I think he might get a touchdown or two run here. Because um, Panthers D, not the best, but not the worst in the league. So I could see Blunt uh, getting a look, especially with the injuries and the bye weeks going on. Um, he is a top ten in yards for running backs this year. Uh, which is, or he's number eleven, I believe, in the in rushing yards this year in the league, um, which is a hard to believe fact because he has not impressed a lot. But I, I would say that Blunt's a good start. Um, the The problem with the uh, the Philly wide receivers is you don't know who's going to get the love that week. Um, with that said, it seems like Alshon Jeffrey's never getting that love. Don't remind me. Um, so I, if I'm starting a, a wide receiver for Philly, I'm probably Zacherts. <laughs> yeah, Zacherts. <laughs> well, Zacherts is a must. Although I will say, I don't. Did anyone else see that spin move that Nelson Aguilar put on that Cardinals defender? Or the, you mean the, like the juke? I thought it was a, well, maybe it was a juke, but either way, he made him look just yeah. silly, and it was hilarious. Um, I guess for me. I would still start Alshon Jeffrey when you have to, but yeah, I, I, I it's it's hard to sit Alshon Jeffrey because he's got that boom bust. I yep. mean, it, he might it, most of his games involve him getting four catches for sixty yards, but it, as long as he slips in a touchdown there, you've got a great start. Oh, yeah, he was playing Patrick Peterson. Give the guy a break. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, fine, I'll give him a break. Uh, so 
I mean, you can start almost anybody on that Philly offense right now, actually. They're putting up some good points. Oh, one thing to note, though, is Wendell Smallwood is not practicing right now. So yes. he, and they play Thursday, which I forgot this was a Thursday game. Yep. Take that into account. <laughs> yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why LeGarrette wants a, a good start. Yeah. Um, and so on the other side of the ball, we've got Cam Newton, who until he plays bad again, you got to start him. Yeah. I yeah. mean, he's, he's got a good looking schedule. Um, I don't start Eric Dix or Eric Ed Dixon. Um, oh God, no! He had a big, yeah, he had 175 yards last week. That is um, by far his career high. I I don't think he's had over 100 yards before that. I mean, the years in Baltimore as the number three guy that kept getting in the game because everyone else <laughs> ahead of him got injured. Um, They're still having the problem. Well, running back, do you start if any? Yeah, I I don't think I, I'm starting a Carolina running back. I mean, it maybe look at McCaffrey. I PPR McCaffrey, yeah, just because he has a higher floor. Yeah, mm-hmm. but um, I mean, Stewart's kind of getting the, uh, he's getting the bulk carries, mm-hmm. but he's not getting a lot of yards. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Funches might be. A, I, I would say I would say start Funches this week. I'd start. I'd, I'd start be, both of them. Yeah, I'd start. I'd be comfortable starting both of them. Funches, yeah, and Benjamin. Benjamin yeah. yeah, Benjamin's been getting the yards. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, didn't I mean, they both yeah. have touchdowns this last week against Arizona? Or not Arizona? They didn't play Arizona. Uh, um, Detroit. Did they both have touchdowns against Detroit? Did they both have touchdowns? I thought I thought just Funches had the touchdown. No, Kevin Benjamin got one too. Oh, did he get one too? Okay, yeah. Um, they're both having good years. Funches is looking really good. Um, yeah. Benjamin's been looking uh, not quite back to form, but a lot better than he has in the past. Um, well, he still lose that offensive lineman weight that he yeah. had over the summer. Uh, so all of a sudden, I've just told you to start everybody in this game. Uh, so yeah, just just except the tight end. yeah, except, except for except for Dixon, except the defenses. Don't start the uh, do not start the defenses in this game. Uh, this could very well be one of those another one of those big high scoring Thursday night games. It's uh, but man, it the world be... is upside down. Monday night football is terrible, and Thursday night football is fantastic. Let's. You guys are Vikings fans. It was a boring game. It, it, it was it was a boring, boring game. game. There are yeah. so many puns. All right. All right. Chris, are you ready? Yep, let's do it. Beep, beep, beep. He's got the Patriots. Patriots at Jets. Oh. I wanted this one. All right. Well, let's start on the Patriots side. Uh, do you start Tom Brady? I think you do. Well, here's a stat for you. Tom <laughs> Brady's been sacked more times this year than he has all last season. And he's already hurt. He's the second most sacked quarterback in the NFL right now. False. Yeah. So what? Uh, the uh, most sacked quarterback is a tie between Carson Palmer and Aaron Rodgers. Tom Brady's number six. Oh, maybe it's probably before the week. It was probably yeah. That was, the week. Okay, that was, yeah. Because I was like, I don't remember that being the case. I, I had that set pulled up. Gotcha. Thank you. <laughs> no problem. Yeah, start him. Uh, is Gronk still day to day? He is day to day, but he is likely to start. Okay, yeah. if he starts, you start him. If he doesn't, don't start Dwayne. <laughs> like, oh, I did not do know where you were going there. <laughs> if Gronk doesn't play, do not start him. You heard it here first. Wise words. Championship. Uh, start Chris Hogan. Guy's been scoring touchdowns yeah. all the time. Brandon Cooks. Yeah, just because it's the Jets. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm just because it's okay. the Jets. That was a really confident. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, Amendola. I would honestly, I'd price their Amendola over. Um, do you want to just go through each Patriot Cooks. one by one? Shane, well, those then, are the only three I wanted. Yeah, to know I would honestly start Amendola over Cooks. Cooks is just too because Amendola's been catching a lot of balls. Yeah, yeah. Now, if you need somebody to give you 
you know, like if there's just no chance of you winning, you need somebody to get you two touchdowns and like 140 yards, then you're, you you kind of have to start somebody who has a higher ceiling. And I would like to play yeah. Cooks, but I mean, I would rather start Hogan or Amendola over Cooks. I would like to say I hope no one started Dwayne Allen last week. I did. He has not been targeted by Brady yet. He has, he's had two targets by Brady this entire year, and they were both in the first well, game. The I've tight ends forgotten the other tight end's name who mm-hmm. had who was way more incorporated. Uh, Hollister. Hollister. I didn't even think they th- had a single target nope. to the tight end Nope, last they week. didn't have a target to the tight end last oh. week, but Hollister had broken out a couple times and was open Yeah, mm-hmm. and that they had pointed out during the broadcast, but... Uh, all I'm saying is, is if Gronk's not playing, don't touch those tight ends. Yep, yep, um, I agree. Start James White if you're feeling PPR frisky, James White. Yep, if you're feeling frisky, I got a good feeling about Gillisley this week. I think he sees the end zone, which he's the end zone dependent, but I think he gets in. So just to sum up, the last two games start everybody on the <laughs> Eagles, everybody on the, the Panthers. Panthers, except for Dixon. And everybody on the Patriots. I still am hesitant on Cooks. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the Jets... Oh, man. Uh, Sullivan Josh start McCown, the whole team. Baby. Cricket. If it was me, the only person I would start in the Jets would be ASJ. Yeah! <laughs> that is the only person I would even look at starting. And I, I probably will start ASJ, to be honest. So will I. Everybody else, I would. I think you can find somebody better in the waiver wire. Solid. I dig it. Can you dig it? Sucker! Sucker! All right. Uh, so was that the was that the wheel of destiny? Were we already through that. That's all the wheel yes. of destiny. Oh my! Oh my my my! All right. So now it's time to get to our uh, hit the theme song. Suds and duds. Perfect theme song. Is that we keeping that one week to week? Is that one going week to week? Who wrote that? Uh, that was written um, by Elton John. Uh, there was there was nineteen different writers for that song. Uh, the same people who wrote Lemonade. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's go suds and duds. Uh, you know what? Honors go to the person who had the worst week last week. Uh, that would be <laughs> that's Carl. It was Carl. Me. It's Carl. <sighs> All right. So I guess I will start with my sud. Take it as you will. Um, I'm going with Duke Johnson this week. Duke going um, going up against the Houston Texans. Um, Houston's we kind of touched on a little bit earlier. Um, Houston's defense has having a lot of injuries lately, and Duke Johnson he's not the featured back, but in PPR he is a wonderful flex option, possibly even a running back too. Um, I mean, he's been featured a lot in the passing game. He's had 12 receptions over the last two games. Um, he's had, uh, you know, a couple touchdowns, both one rushing, one uh, receiving. Over 15 points the past three weeks in mm-hmm. half point. Like, he's putting up good numbers, and, I mean, I, I don't see it slowing down at all. Um, he, it slowed down a little bit when Kevin Hogan came in um, this week. I mean, the only uh, – he didn't score th- until, like – two minutes left in the game. He didn't score. Like he scored on a screenplay with like two minutes left in the entire game, which helped save his day. But at the same time, I mean, he's still getting, he's still getting enough looks to have him have a strong flex consideration. If not a running back to consideration. Yeah. Especially having if it's in a PPR league, his floor is just so high for sure. Yeah. I, I completely agree with that start. I think, I think in, if you're in a PPR league, he is, he's getting towards that, uh, that woodhead kind of start every week, kind of, Kind of position at this point, he's mm-hmm. he's been the best 
um, non-starting running back PPR darling, I think, in the league this year. Which, about freaking time. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I've been waiting three years for this. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is a team that also considered moving him to receiver. I mean, that's... <laughs> Oh, yeah, he he's was playing the receiver role. Yeah, they were going to move him to be, what, the, their top slot guy? Yeah. Yeah, that... But, no, I, I really like him this week. Am, and, am I going... Oh, am I going straight into my dud? Yeah, you go yeah, your yeah. dud. Oh, yeah. Yep. All right, sure. Um, it's suds and duds. <laughs> oh, my bad. Usually we go, like, sud and then dud. No, we've never I, done that. Never done that? Nope. No, am I once. just making that up? My, not uh, once. All right, cool. So my dud this week is... Uh, just because I'm not quite that, sure who's to confuse how it's suds and duds, not duds and suds. Oh my bad. So th- thank you for thank you for clear, clearing that up. <laughs> um, I'm gonna blame the alcohol. Blame it on the alcohol, Chris. So my dud is the entirety of the Green Bay Packers backfield, mainly because I don't know who's starting. Um, the Viking they're facing the Vikings this week. I'm not saying this as a homer pick. I'm saying this because. Sure. I've got stats, kind of. Um, Stats, yo. So, I mean, the Vikings did a very good job this past week of bottling up Tariq Cohen. And if uh, they got helped on a couple weak penalties to keep uh, Jordan Howard mainly in check. Um, They're 11th against the run this year. They've only given up like 118 yards per game. If you want to go fantasy points, we're number two. In least in most scored, least scored against us. Least scored against us. Um, Denver. So I mean, we're we've got a. Or I keep saying we. The Vikings have a very good defense. I'm trying not You're to not show on my the bias. Team? Yeah, I know. I'm not yet. Yet. Um. I don't. I think Aaron Jones is a is that sexy pick right now to be like, oh, he's going to be the next you know fantasy darling. Da da da. And I I. Kind of see him just having, uh, kind of doing what Tariq Cohen did, where he has one really good week, and then people, you know, now that people have seen him, they're like, oh yeah, yep, that's what he is. Let's, you know, this is how we stop him. Um, yep, Aaron McKinnon. Yep. I agree with you. Yeah, uh, you're not wrong. <laughs> I yeah. Um, I think Ty Montgomery has a better shot to break out. Um, against the Vikings, they have a little bit more of a difficulty against those types of running backs. Um, Amir Abdullah, for example, I mean, almost got 100 yards against the Vikings. I think he had 150 total yards between uh, rushing and receiving. So I, that's kind of what I'm seeing for why I'm saying that the Green Bay running backs are not going to have a good day. Well, and it's just tough to the timeshare. Right. Like, yep. Tatama is coming back, banged up ribs. How much does he play? How much does Aaron Jones play? Like, it, you just don't know. It's hard to it's hard to start either. Who's going to get the touchdown? For sure. The only thing we can say for sure is that Jamal Williams is not in that race. Womp womp. Yep. Poor injury just took him out of it. <laughs> All right. That's my, those are my suds and nuds. All right. All right. Let's go, uh, Zach. Okay. My sud for the week is going to be Deshaun Watson. Um, he's coming off a great game, Carl, uh, this great past month. week. Again, yeah, great month. The last three weeks... He has thrown uh, eleven touchdowns to three picks. That's that's a great stat, especially for a rookie in three games against New England, Tennessee, and Kansas City. Uh, no one really expected him to do anything against Kansas City. Came out he he's not throwing for a ton of yards, but he's being efficient, protecting the ball, making smart throws, and scoring touchdowns. That's I mean that it, it's a great it's a great thing to have. 
And the Texans might have finally found their franchise quarterback. Hopefully. Uh, hopefully. I mean, I, I don't think he's going to David Carr it, but I, I think uh, I think they might have finally found their quarterback. I wonder how he'd look if they actually had a left tackle. Yeah. <laughs> he probably wouldn't be running for his life half the time. Yeah. Um, other than that, I really don't have anything to say else than Deshaun Watson. I mean, he's a solid play. He's going up against Cleveland this week. Uh, we all know Cleveland is a massive dumpster fire. So I, I think at this week, he's an every week start. He's just done so well. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's hard to not start him at this yeah. point. If you if you picked him up, he's, yeah, he's his, probably better than whatever quarterback he had on the roster. He's got plus matchups, I think, in my opinion, I think in three of the next four games. He's got Cleveland this coming week. Then he's on bye. Then he's got Seattle coming off the bye, which that's going to be tough. But then he's got Indy and the Rams. That's three out of four teams are that are okay or worse against the pass. Yeah, when well, he's a running quarterback, so like the yep. floor is even higher. Yeah, so he's probably got you know thirty to forty yards rushing a game. Always that possibility for a rushing touchdown thrown in there too. All right, was your dud? My dud, or actually in this case, duds. Uh, is the entire New York Giants offense. Um, they lost their top two receivers. Their offensive line is still terrible. Carl? Was Brendan Marshall one of their top two receivers? I he was. I was actually thinking the same thing He was thing there. starting as the number two receiver. Yeah, but numbers-wise, I wouldn't... <laughs> Why not? Just Sterling Shepard hasn't been counted in yet. Yeah, well... To play sorry, this sorry. But, I mean, that he, he was their number two receiver... Technically speaking, whether he's getting yards or not, um, but no. So I mean, their their offense has been depleted. They lost the big one of the biggest stars in the NFL this last week. True. They lost Brandon Marshall, and it's the as I said, the offensive line is still terrible, and they still have an okay running game. You know, their running backs are getting little amounts of carries, but they're getting decent yards with those carries. Orleans Darkwa, uh, Wayne Gallman both had over five yards of carry last week. But the offense just—it's not built to go through the running game, especially when you're playing from behind. <laughs> yep, this is the second time this year you've picked an entire New York team as your dud. But this one, I'm confident in. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the last one I was too—it just didn't work out. <laughs> All right, uh, I'll go next here. Um, so my—I've got—you know—I'm going to give you a sud, and I'm going to give you a, a special. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull Chris this week. I'm gonna give you a special bonus sud. Ooh. Um. So first, my sud for the week is Amir Abdullah. Okay. Um. So this is a guy that he's a iffy start every week. He's only had one game where he almost hit 100 yards. Is that uh, due to his player's injuries? Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh. But right now he's playing for a, D- a Detroit team that's got an injured Matt Stafford at the helm. Um, who's not throwing for a lot of yards right now, uh, which is not very Matt Stafford-esque. Um, he's also going up against a Saints uh, rush defense that gives up four and a half yards per carry, uh, which isn't great. The Saints play defense? Oh, no. No, they don't. That's why they're giving up four and a half yards per carry. Okay, that's um, what Because the players run and then they trip a little bit and fall. Gotcha. Um, Law Powell style. Exactly. And Abdullah still has that that possibility to to bust out a play uh, here and there. I mean, he hasn't done it much, um, mostly because he's been injured and you know he's getting his footing. But he looked good two weeks ago, and last week he didn't get a lot of carries because they were playing from behind most of the game. Um, and this game, 
there might be some playing from behind going on, but uh, the way that that defense plays, I don't see how you abandon the run game. Well, I, I like him because he's slowly. It's like they're slowly phasing out Theo Riddick. Yeah, because they're they're keeping him in third downs and throwing him the ball. Oh, it's not slow. Theo Riddick is gone. <laughs> um, and then with that said, I'm uh my special bonus sud is uh this is this is just uh this is just for Carl here. No. Mr. Jamal Charles. Oh. Uh, so they're going up against the New York Giants who have not been good against the run. They've got a pretty, you know, they do okay against the pass this year, but they've not been doing good against the run. And 2 weeks ago Jamal Charles had a touchdown. Last week he didn't have as big of a as big of a week. Um, he's still putting up some good numbers. Well, last well, week, he was on bye. Well, two weeks ago. I <laughs> <laughs> last, Thank you, Carl. Thank you. I was, last, like, uh, I was actually going to bring up the bye, too. Last game he played, <laughs> he didn't get as many carries. as he. It was the first time he had, didn't have 10 carries in a game this season. Um, he's been kind of a change of playback, um, change of pace back. And I, I think with, with the way the Giants play against the run and the way that uh, Denver plays, he has that potential to really bust out and have those and get a big play for a touchdown. I mean, you could see a uh, a maybe for one or two plays that Jamal Charles of old kind of look coming from him. So he's my special bonus son for you. I like it. I love it. And then my dud is Doug Martin. Oh, what? what? He looked amazing. Anybody else? He looked so, great. I thought he looked, really, good. I thought he looked really good on a handful of plays against New England. Yeah, exactly. Doug Martin uh, looked pretty good uh, against New England against a, a terrible defense. I'm a Pats fan, and that defense is bad. Um, with that said, Doug Martin still was terrible last year. I mean, he was really bad last year, and one game does not make a man. Uh, and he's going up, up against a uh, Cards defense that is giving up about three yards per carry. Um, so they're playing pretty well against the run, but they're giving up everything in the pass game. Uh, so the Bucks are going to be looking at the pass a lot more often than the run. And, you know, for a team that's given up a, a lot in the passing game, They've played a lot of close games, uh, so I don't see them turning to the run as often uh, for Tampa Bay here. I think they're going to be relying on Jameis Winston, and I, I just I don't see him repeating that big, you know, I'm back kind of performance that he had the week before. I could even see them putting uh, Jaquisical Rogerson in for a few more plays than he did the week before. What, what do you think of Doug Martin moving on? Because I, I mean, even yeah, he was playing against a bad defense, but I, when he moved, I thought he I thought he looked pretty good. I would sell high on him right now. Oh I, yeah, Doug I Martin's, would. If I own Doug Martin, I am looking to get as much as I can on out yep, of him. I agree, I agree with that. But I, I, I do like him this week because he's still fresh. It, it, he's mm -hmm. not. He hasn't been broken down yet. Last week was his first game, and even then, he he got what 15, 14 carries, fifteen carries. He didn't get a lot. Even, I don't even know if he got that many. Yeah, I, he didn't get a lot of touches in the game because he was coming off of four weeks of rest. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's one of those things where yeah, but. I would say this, after this week, if he has another good game, you know, another 13, 14-point game, then you sell him. See, I don't think he's going to have that 13, 14-point game, though. But, you know, that's where we differ here. You know, I, yeah. I make I make good decisions. You make Jeez. decisions. I mean... Ouch. Ooh, that sounds like a bet. I'm pretty sure... <laughs> Double I, digits? I, I, that does kind of sound like a bet. Double digits this week, Doug Martin. Mm. We'll go half-point BPR, XFL. Yeah. XFL, XFL uh, scoring double digits. You know, we'll talk off mic. Okay. All right, Carl, so your answer. All right, so moving on to me, my sud is going to be DeMarco Murray. 
past four weeks, he has not looked that great. Uh, I like him this week as last week. He, t- to me, he's solidified as uh, the number one running back. He, he's going to be the bell cow. He bell bell cow. He was in there eighty three percent of snaps. I think the Derrick Henry hype has finally fizzled away, and Demarco Murray is just due for a good game. He's going up against Indy. Uh, I think their run defense is just just barely below average. Not the worst, but not definitely not the greatest. Uh, with Marcus Mariota out, I. I wouldn't be surprised if Tynes played more of a control game and ran the game through Murray. I can see that. I like that pick. I like that pick. I like that pick. I, I like the the reasoning behind the pick, but I just... DeMarco Murray's had one good run this year, and that's about it. Number one running back. <laughs> I, 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 no, I get it. That's why I said I like yeah. the reasoning behind it. I just don't like the player himself. Do you start Derrick Henry then? I don't start either. Okay. Uh, going on to my dud, it's actually going to be, and it's just so awkward because I am also a Minnesota fan. It's going to be whatever number one receiver, if Jordy plays, it's going to be whatever number one receiver is for whoever he is for Green Bay. <laughs> Man! <laughs> so grammar, Jordy Nelson or Devontae Adams? <laughs> yeah, our grammar is not on point today. Yeah, it's going to be either if, if Jordy, Jordy plays, plays, it's Jordy. If Jordy doesn't play, it's Devontae. Yes. Uh, Xavier Rhodes is shut down corner. I mean, he played up against Antonio Brown, held him to under 70 yards, no touchdowns. Mike Evans, under 70 yards, no touchdowns. Michael Thomas, under 70 yards, no touchdowns. I think he'll do he'll do it again. Now, th- these guys will probably still have a decent fantasy day, maybe double digits, but if you're relying on Jory to get you 100 yards and a touchdown, I don't think he will. I can't argue. I... I can't argue, but I also think that it's going to be like that because I think Green Bay is going to go up, go up early on this, and so they're going to be looking at that I... run game and hurt Carl's uh, <laughs> pick there. So I, I can out of those out of your two picks, I, I like I like yours better than Carl's. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, last one I had yeah, chance. anybody else got any last uh, last words for Suds and Duds? I I got nothing. All right, so now we're going to move, moving on up, moving on up to the corner, corner on up. where he's going to tell us some awesome facts. Yes, it's Zach. It's Zach. <laughs> Can you believe it? That was freestyle. <laughs> <laughs> no rehearsal there. <laughs> Shane's laying down some laying down some tracks on us. Some bars. All right, so uh, this week I do, I do have... Uh, some actual fun facts on like last week, so I do apologize for that. But uh, this week, the first one, Leonard Fournette, his 181 rushing yards this past week are second most by a rookie in Jaguars history. Fred Taylor had the most with 183 back in 1998 oh, I you were have us guess who it was. I was totally going to guess Fred Taylor. Well, it was either, it's either going to be Fred Taylor or Maurice Jones-Drew. Yeah. That was really the only two options. That's why I didn't have a guess. Um, next... The Jaguars' defense so far this year is 13 takeaways. They had 13 takeaways all of 2016. Oh. Jeez. <laughs> I'm assuming they're leading the league. Yes, they are leading the league in takeaways right now. Um, they actually, I think it's Jack. I think it's Jacksonville and Baltimore that are one and two because Baltimore had a ton for the first couple weeks. Yeah. Um, Cam Newton. Until they played Jacksonville. Yeah. <laughs> Cam Newton is the first Panthers quarterback to have back-to-back games with three-plus passing touchdowns and 300 passing yards 
since 1999. Can you guess the quarterback? Is that Delhom? No, that was Winky. Kerry Collins. Nope. No. no uh, I guess it's that. Is it Vinny Testaverde? No. Since hmm. 1999. Drew Bledsoe? It was not. No, no Bledsoe. He never, he never oh, played for the mm-hmm. Panthers. Oh, oh, for the Panthers. Oh, yeah. sorry. Oh, you were seeing first quarter. I thought it was in general. general. I was like, what? Oh. I swear. Like, so it's not Tom Brady's done that. Brady, yeah, I was like, Brady's yeah. done that like Rogers. 18 times. <laughs> so it's not Collins, not DeLome, not Winky. Yeah, Winky was was really the know. one I thought it was because I thought not. he got drafted in 98. But when did Carolina start up again? <laughs> like 95, 96. Oh no, Winky With won the Heisman in 2000, so Winky would have been oh, a right. 2001 guy. Yep. I have no idea. Steve Berline. Oh, Berline. That's a name I haven't yep, heard. I forgot about that guy. Um. <laughs> this past week, Frank Gore moved into seventh all time on the NFL rushing. Good list. for him. Yep, yep. good, good for, for him. him. A guy that was never supposed to do it. A guy that was injury plagued at the start of his career. He came in and he's behind the the top six right now in order: Emmett Smith, Walter Payton, Barry Sanders, Curtis Martin, Ladanian Tomlinson, and Jerome Bettis. That's a pretty high quality group of players to be behind. To he be also with. had. Uh, it was an insane number of starts in a row, too, uh, at this point. Uh, Gore did. He's still going, right? He hasn't yeah. missed the game. Yeah, he, hasn't he hasn't missed, missed the game. game. I think, honestly, I think since, like, 08. Yeah, it's, it's he's it's, he's in hundreds of starts at this point. Yeah. I mean, Oh, no, maybe it's 2011, because he got drafted, like, 07, 08. So I think it's in 2011. I mean, there's no way he's ever going to approach Brett Favre's number, but, I mean, oh, he still no. ha- he's still his start number is insane. All right, so we got two more things here left, and then we'll go ahead and end this here. So this last week, Larry Fitzgerald... Joined Tony Gonzalez and Jerry Rice as the only players in NFL history to catch at least one catch in 200 straight games. Wow, that's awesome! Yeah, that's that one caught that one caught me off guard. And this one's more fun than anything. Aaron Jones is the first Packers rookie to gain 100 plus rushing yards in his first start since Sam Congato in 2005. Sam Congato. Wow. The, the next year, he was like gone. I'm yep. like, why did you guys just keep playing? Well, that was Steve the year that Slayton, everyone anybody? was getting hurt. Steve Slate. Oh my god. Because Gatto was yard rusher his rookie year. Gatto was like the gone. fourth guy off the bench yeah, for for like yeah. Bay that year, and he was like, like, oh yeah, he was signed off the street. He has a doctorate. I'm just like, what is going on with this guy? <laughs> yep. Studying so, while he's warm in the bench. So I hope I hope you guys like that one better than last week. Yeah, okay. that one will. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's all I got. Yeah, so it looks like we have now finished all the Gatorade, popped all of our Advil and our pain medication, and oh man, I think I think Carl's going into a seizure. Oh no, it's Ooh-wee, time to Rick. Oh, Rick. Oh, Rick. Oh no. Oh, is this what dying feels like? This looks Rick? like it's the end of our fantasy hangover, guys. Ooh-wee. See you guys next week. Good luck. Oh, deuces. Yeah, don't take Carl's picks, dude. <laughs> okay, maybe take his picks. Dude.